I'm wearing that shit every time. The 2021-2022 Premier League season kicks off this weekend across many cities in England. For me, improving fans, this has to be the season that manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer delivers a trophy. It would be great if it is the first league title since 2013. My name is Calvin Emekonwoka and welcome to this Manchester-themed episode of your Sports Memo Podcast. I have... With me in the port, some really, really passionate Manchester United fans from um, all over, and many of them are friends of the house. They know how they know how this works. So, um, being a gentleman, I will start with the lady, Doc IJ in London. Welcome to your Sports Level Podcast again. Good day, everybody. It's a beautiful day. The Premier League is back, and let's get to it. I'm glad to be here once again. Thank you for having me. Excellent. In Port Harcourt, you see, there's a Uncle Wilson who is supposed to join us. He's supposed to be the director of football. In Port Harcourt is Tuka Lekura. Tuka will be, his designation will be the, um, the person in charge of the youth team at Manchester United. If you want to know any youth team player, Wherever they are, where they've gone on loan, how long they played, go to Tuka's wall. You will find it all there. Go to his TL. Tuka, you're most welcome to your Sports Memo podcast. Thank you very much. Good afternoon, everyone. And I'm very excited to be on the podcast. Yeah. Um, the rest of the group here are all in Lagos. Bola is also a regular, a friend of the house. Bola is... Um, He's a very big fan of Paul Pogba, so yeah, he will tell you all about it. Bola, welcome to your Sports Memo Podcast. Good afternoon, Mr. Wogan. Thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, also in Lagos, in Bagada to be precise, is uh, somebody who doesn't like Paul Pogba at all. He's also a sports reporter at ACLSports.com. His name is Izu Akao. Izu, welcome to your Sports Memo Podcast. Thank you. Good afternoon, everybody. Good to be here. Eddie Mo, Eddie Mo concludes the rest of the gang in your in this episode of your Sports Bubble Podcast. Eddie, most welcome again. Thank you so much for having me again. Right, right. Um, where do we start? We'll start with the lady, the dog. It is two and a half years of the Norwegian babyface assassin in charge at Manchester United. Um, a lot of us believe that we can see the progress that the club has made on the playing surface, on the playing style, in terms of recruitment. What, for you, would you? How would you describe this this process? Look, um, it's it's been it's been tough for me because I've been like here and there. Initially, I was like only in even when Sir Alex first departed the club, I thought you know he had coached the the youth team and had done really well. Mm. Even though he went to he went to Moldy and did well, but Cardiff wasn't really good for him. Mm-hmm. But I thought he had you know like the DNA we usually talk about um, to take the club to the next level mm-hmm. rather than Moyes at the time. But since he came, when he came as well, he had the good run of games and everybody was excited. 
However, I, I found, found myself joining the Ole Out campaign, you know, at certain intervals because there were there were decisions I was seeing that he was he was not making, like in-game management. If we talk about like Champions League um, last, not last season, two seasons ago, when Fred got a yellow, take him off. Even the Europa League final last season, when we know everybody who watches Man United knows that David De Gea is horrible at penalties. I mean, the least you could have done was take him off and put him in Henderson and, and let's see what happens. So I, I think that those decisions that make me question his ability to take the team to that, you know, over that threshold, mm-hmm. we've gotten so close, but we're, we're so far, still so far, you know, trying to, you know, get to that, that point that we need to get to. So I still question his ability to, to take us there, even though... I, I, he probably has done as much as his experience, I would say, you know, so far can take him. But let's see, I, I'm really surprised that we're able to get the caliber of players we got in um, this season in the transfer market. I mean, Ole is the manager in, in world football. He's, he's, he's kind of in, I won't call him a nobody, but in, in, in the order of things, people mm. don't, don't really rate him that much. And these big, big name players have come from big clubs to come play under him. So um, for his, his boss and mentor, Sir Alex, it took him three years um, and people wanted him out as well, but he got there finally and had a run of successful years. So um, I'm open to seeing what, what Ole can do. I'm, I'm hopeful that this is the year where we really crushed that uh, that threshold. And for anybody that is associated with Man United, irrespective of my maybe personal preferences or feelings, mm-hmm. I, I will always give them my 100% support. So that's where I am. Right. Um, Izu, sometime back in 2012, you actually made a tweet that you see that you 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 could see um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer coming back to manage Manchester United one at some point. He's doing that. He's been doing that now for the past two and a half years. How how would you assess his um, his time in charge? And what would you how do I put this? Um, no, let me not let me not preempt you yet. Um, how wait? How did you feel? Remembering how how you made that tweet way back in 2012, how how do you feel now assessing him as a United manager? Um. Well, <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, okay, let me start by saying that I've always been this um, big on profiles. Um, I I I like looking at profiles, like how people play be it coaches or or players how they play is more important to me than than status you know so that's why when people talk about cv 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 i i tend to look at the profile of of the player the profile of the coach and how um he plays the style and everything so mm-hmm. when i made that tweet there were there were a lot of things about Ole. um i started with him as a player mm-hmm. he he had this thing about how he read games and yep. Yep. as a substitute and everything. And then in the academy, which I also follow, mm. uh, it was really nice to see how the team played. You know, I also watched him at Cardiff. Yes, it wasn't really a good time for him. He was advised against going to that place Taking by Peggy. Yes. Yes. He, yeah, he, he didn't listen, you know. So, and I felt that was a, a mistake on his own part. Peggy had, had read that 
Cardiff situation and told him not to walk in. And that was also something about Ole. He's a risk taker. He took it. It was a learning process for him. Cardiff played the kind of football that it was obvious that they didn't have the players for. You know, yeah. they played a bit more expansive. Um, and it was really, really clear that these people can't continue like this. But only kept playing that, which is something me I actually like. I prefer coaches being themselves. I've seen the Norwich City coach Falk here, and he does that in a lot. And I'll be like, okay, this person, maybe it's not really good for this particular team. And you can see the person coaching higher up. So the same thing happened with Oli. So I, I saw all that, and I'll be like, uh, of all United ex players, Oli probably had the most potential to. To manage this club again after after Fergie, the next person I saw was um, Gary Neville. I also followed him at Valencia. I don't know why he stopped. So, so coming back to what Ole has done, mm, he has he has done very well. Ole has done very well. This is what we've always needed: someone to put something we can say that look, this is very sustainable. Even if you're not here, there's mm. something to build on. So he has done very well since 20, since 2018. The foundation is clear for everybody to see even if you stack him right now the foundation is there for everyone to see so the question now is like I just mentioned can he add winning to it you know mm. that's the next step that Ole has to show can you add winning to buildings Fergie was a builder and a winner yeah. you know he, he, he regularly builds and then he won as well so and that is the next step for Ole to see if he can add winning to, to it he has come close four semi-finals and one final in last 2.5 years you know so it's left for him to ask himself what has been missing what are the mistakes and um, how can we improve on that we've come close we've come close very close to something tangible you, you know so uh, it's time for him to add tangible things Right, um, and welcome, Director of Football Wilson. Welcome to the pod, um, Tuka. I, I, I'm coming to you. I'll come to you. I, as I said to some people <laughs> last night when I was doing one of the other clubs, I, I remember how I used to get really, really excited going into the new season. I used to actually have a, I used to get a chart and look at the key fixtures of United who we're going to play and who is going to play uh, can we afford this person being injured for X number of matches and all of that I find myself now maybe his age I'm sure Bola is going to say nonsense about it but <laughs> now I just I just relax and say okay let's see how they will play because I, I cannot sincerely right I don't think I can ever explain to anybody how emotionally invested I am in Olegona structure being a successful Manchester United manager. I am so, it is so tough on me that I, I wish I was a United fan. That's how bad it is. But still, I, I find myself trying to stay aloof. Tuka, how are you going into this new season? Well, to be honest, I'm, I'm very expectant and um, I'm really hopeful. Okay. I'm very, very hopeful that the season turns out to be positive. I've, I have a lot of faith in the set of players we have. I feel not stopped, or what has stopped this team from achieving as much as they should have is a little bit of experience. We have a very, very young squad. Um, most of the players are under 23. Mm-hmm. Most of them have never been to a final before. Mm-hmm. Most of them are just playing at the highest level for the first time. So, um, 
one thing I believe in football is that a manager might be good or not, but sometimes the personnel he has available can deter what he wants to do. And I think that's been the case we've had a few times. For example, the Europa League final was won. And also the popular mention of the Champions League game between PSG and my United where Fred got sent off is another because we've seen players get um, a yellow card and finish the game with it. We've seen teams defend a one, one goal lead or come back, come from behind with something United has done over and over again. We've seen teams come from behind to win games. And these are two scenarios that could have changed the whole yes, situation for Manchester United last season. Yep. So I think um, the players are just matured enough and they are they are trying to be very, very classy and not not being not not rugged. I think that was that's another issue we had in the league where we lost games in the last five minutes in, and lost lost drew a few in, in the last five minutes as well. I think Everton and Leicester City mm. in December were were practical examples. So I think this season this team has experienced a lot of heartbreak. So I don't think they want to put themselves in that position as individuals, not even with not even withstanding what the manager wants. They don't want to put themselves in that position. And I believe strongly that that Europa League loss affected a lot of the players personally. I believe it affected them even. Um, I think players like Fernandez, for example, is somebody who is always desperate to win. Um, personally, I see him as one of the most desperate players we have in our team. He's a good player, no less. Sometimes his desperation gets the better, best, better of him. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it also, it also helps get us results. So these are players that are desperate and want to win something. And the addition of proven winners like Rafael Varane, even if he doesn't get to play this weekend, will definitely spoil this thing because everybody expects United to get their hands on something. I know the manager has, has tried. I'm one of his biggest supporters, but I feel that there are areas that he should have done better. Yeah. So hopefully, I have a lot of I have a lot of hope in this in this current squad, and I believe that um, at least at the end of the season we'll have a title, even if it's not a major one. But I'm very very hopeful that we'll um, challenge for the league very seriously, and maybe maybe nick it. But uh, you you and I speak a lot during during the season, and um, something you always say, which is supported by what you have said in this the one that. Um, the where I was it, Doc IG that said that that the club has built up a proper base of footballers now. That even if, even if God forbid that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer does not see it through, that a new manager comes in, he would have he has the players to to work with. Um, we've I, I, I struggle. I can't find a way. I can't find a way to not hold. The manager responsible for that um, Fred sending off against PSG. I can't. I cannot. That that is completely on him. I know there are some players that could have, that could have stayed on, but not where Fred plays football, and not with the way PSG players were desperate to get him a second yellow. So it was so clear that he needed to he needed to haul him off, but he did, and that cost us uh, progress in the Champions League. What for you, Bola? What? Should we should the manager do differently this season? Thanks, um, Aleka. Well, um, in terms of what should the manager do differently this season, honestly, I'm not so sure that there is so much that he can do differently. I well, maybe I would say maybe not. Um, earth-shaking things that he needs to do. I think he needs to be probably a bit more 
daring. Yes, like someone already mentioned on the podcast that he takes um, he takes risks like his mentor Sir Alex. But I think um, at certain points in time um, during his reign so far, when he should have taken the risk or taking the hard decisions, he has not. Mm. And I think that what he needs to do is get to that point where he takes those decisions. I mean, he's taking some decisions where I'm like, okay, this guy is um, brutal and all that. I mean, you look at the way that he, the Lukaku's and the likes are taken out of the, mm. the club as, because for him, they just didn't meet his vision of um, how he wanted the club to play. But I think, um, you know, like um, mentioned Fred's was a case in point, um, not necessarily because players haven't taken yellow cards in the fifth minute and still ended up the game. Like you rightly alluded to, it was a case of looking at the player in question and then looking at the near shapes or near uh, the very close shapes that he had. Yes, before he got the second. So when he got that card, mm. yes, before he got that card and till the end of the first half. So I mean, when he skated it and got to the end of the first half, I was, I was certain that he wouldn't come out in the second half because even before the first half ended, he actually could have taken a second yellow yep. that in my opinion was more... Um, was probably more of a card than the one that he actually got the mm. card, the mm. second card for. Mm. But he didn't take him out. Um, well, maybe like they say, hindsight is a beautiful thing. I'll never know why he didn't do that. Um, Europa League final is also um, a case in point. He didn't make any changes. I don't buy the idea that um, I've seen the narrative that he probably didn't have the players on the bench to turn the game around. I don't buy that. Uh, so 90 minutes you didn't make any changes then during the extra time you made some few changes and the one that everybody thought was probably most important take out the keeper i mean in his time it doesn't i think it's still one of the best in spite of his uh, recent struggles but uh, i mean we all know he's no good uh, with penalties so for me i think what he is more of his decision making in fact, I look at last season and I'm really, really pained because in the space of like four weeks, we lost the league. Yeah. I mean, basically, in the space of like four weeks, we lost the league. And it was a time that maybe he just needed to take out some certain players or just tell the boys, okay, you need to um, calm down and stuff like that. So, yes, some will say he, he's displayed his lack of news or... Um, experience at those times, but you know me, I'm a died in the wool um, only fan. I've always wondered why we have to go outside. Pep had no history, unlike Ole. Ole even had history before we appointed him. Mm. Pep had no history apart from the academy. Zinada, Zidane, in fact, Zidane was a failure at Castilla, mm-hmm. basically, before he was appointed. So, I'm not one for the... It has to be a coach with um, a million and one um, medals under his belt. So for me, that's what I would say. Right. Um, Uncle Wilson. Good afternoon, right. Mr. Mecca. Welcome. Um, Eddie, Eddie, bear with yeah. me. Bear with me. Let, let's get director of football on. Uh, Wilson, 
you you got us uh, Baran and Jaden Sancho. What what will this? What you what? <laughs> this team this team finished second last season, eight points behind them, um, eight points behind the champions. I think that's probably the closest we have finished. Is it eight or twelve points? Eight points. I think it's 12, 12 points. Twelve, I think points. 12, 12 points. points. Yeah, twelve points 12 behind. Points. 12 points behind the champions and I think that's the closest we have been to um, the champions yeah. since Alex uh, left these two yeah. players how how much improvement do we expect in the team because of these new additions okay um, thank you for having me on thanks for coming Sancho I I see him as the best for me I see him as the best winger in Europe. Yeah. That is under the age of, <laughs> let's say, 25 or 28. He's the best winger for me. He's the best winger. I've always wanted him since 2019. Yeah, I noticed. Yes, and for last summer, 2020, mm. I said I would have paid 120 million euros for him. At the time. And sign no other person. I'll just get Sancho and get Cavani on loan. That's all. I would have done that. So for this season, coming for it, 5 million euros, I think um, I expect him to give me at least 35 goals and assist. 35 goals and assist. I expect that from Sancho. Yes, he's that good. I don't see any person better than him in my United team. Really? I don't even see. Not even Bruno. For me. Yo, that's, that's a big call. That's a big call. <laughs> And Champions League Varane, I think um, he's a very good defender. Mm. Top three in the world for me. Top three. In fact, top two. <laughs> I put him as top two. And, um, let me guess. I the other one. The other one. Let me guess. Wilson. Let me guess. The second one there is um, Maguire, right? Maguire. <laughs> the second one there is Maguire for me. That's for me. I love yes. you, so, so I think we'll have the top two defenders in the world today. And um, Maguire is very slow. So I expect a very fast Varane to to bring out the best in him. Mm. For Lindelof, that one, for me, personally, I don't even count him as a footballer. Lindelof, <laughs> 0 over 10 for me. I would have loved Bailey, but he's injury prone. Yeah, so that's... I expect um, Varane and... Um, and Maguire to do a very good job for me. Mm-hmm. It's also going to help him um, one Bissaka. It's, it's going to help him going forward because people don't even understand that he's a very good player going forward. They only see probably one or two tackles he does, but he's also a very good player going forward. But with the absence of a of a very good DM, he does the job of a DM mm-hmm. and the right back. He tackles so much. He's always tackling. That one Bissaka, you see, he's always tackling. So, even the time you're expecting to bump forward, he's making tackles with it because there is no DM at all. My friend, 0 over 10 for me. I don't care. It's just 0 over 10. So, what I expect from Sancho this season is that five goals and assists. Then for Varane, help us to show that defense more, like bringing more leadership into that defense. We are short of one signing, just one more. What position would that be? Get me a DM. Get me a DM. Yeah, yeah. I want in DD, but financially we cannot do that transfer this summer. 
Okay. Let's not deceive ourselves. United can because I see Ndidi as a player who would cost at least 75 to 80 million pounds. Is that good? If I'm in charge, I'll pay 75 million pounds for Ndidi. Okay. But in the absence of that, I don't know if we can get a Ruben Neves. Mm. 40 million pounds should do. Get him, take off my thread, let's play for 3 3 and, and get our season going. But from the look of things, <laughs> I think we may end up um, with my thread again. So I'm afraid. Right. Eddie? Come here. Yeah. What, what, what are your um, expectations? I, I, I. You've had, you've had the rest of the gang. What, what are your own expectations? Uh, I think um, from the from the progress that we've seen since Oli came in, um, yeah, up until now, yeah, finishing sixth, third, second, semi-final, final, and the quarter-final last season. I think I think this season I'm expecting um, that one that that next step, mm. you know, that next step to getting to getting the trophy. So I mean, we're getting to final. So I think the next step is getting. to and getting the hands on that trophy, and I think sometimes I want to believe that sometimes, in, um, sometimes going during during the season, he mm. would be as ruthless as can be because at the, because at the end of the day, nobody remembers how you play, and they really remember how you won. So I think there are certain games that that will come on that United have to win, and I I really don't think it matters how they play, but but I think Ole is big on winning and um, performance going hand in hand I think he likes you know the team to win and play united you know, like we always care about so I, I'm expecting them to take that next step forward and you know, get their hands on that I, I mean I've listened to everybody and what everybody has said and I totally agree you know with you know the, um, the um, evaluations of what United have done and what they need to do uh, so I think only needs to witness some decision making he needs to you need to not um, see them as as parties or bodies or something. Mm-hmm. I see them as you know, as see everybody as a means to get to the end game. Because sometimes last 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 season he didn't he didn't make substitutions for one reason or or the other. And I think this season he, if he's going to be successful, he has to use the full strength of that squad. You know, he has to play to he has to find a way to fit everybody into the system of however. You know the game is them is them is them shaking the club. We have fantastic players, both from the eleven and you know on the bench. You know the likes of Elanga coming you know, coming from the academy. You have um, Van der Beek, who's a really good of uh, 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 second choice mid mid midfielder. You have McTominay um, on his day. Then you have Lindelof as the backup. You no, know, they are they are they are not. We don't have that many superstars. You know in the twenty-five man team, but we have players that can be efficient. You know when um, the time comes. Right? So I'm really hoping and expecting that this season, when it's crunch time, that United will think how they play and just get you know, the victory. Isu, um, as Bola, Sir. as Bola mentioned, as Bola mentioned, um, yeah, there was a four-week period when we actually lost this, lost the title, and well, okay. I would say that in which City were able to pull away. What else? There's this. Yeah. There's this. There's this game. There are two games, and every time I remember these games, I'm like, how on earth?
Spurs made this happen. One of the best performances United put up last season was at home to Everton. How that game ended 3-3 still haunts me. I swear, it haunts me. I cannot believe that. And then the the defeat, the home defeat to Sheffield United. He was like, I'm like Sheffield United. What is this? How how did we? How did all of this happen? So how does how does this club make up make that step up? Because to win to win the title, I remember. See, you know when United won the title back in 2007, I was in the United group at the time, chat group, United rant. It was monumental. Guys uh, did not used to pull punches. So what we, I remember we used to do there was at the start of that 2006-07, as, as United were winning some games, I remember guys would be going to say, last season we lost this. Or last season we draw we drew this and we're winning. So for for they, we cannot even begin to consider a possibility of um, saying okay second is guaranteed. No, this club after finishing second, the next yeah. thing has to be winning the title. How do we winning the title? How, how how does this club ensure? How does these players ensure? How does the manager ensure that this second will not be the same kind of second that um, happened in 2018, where we finished second and then the very next season? Um, who were battling capitulated yes so how, how, how what would they what, what should they do oh okay um, firstly I think there's something I've noticed that <clears throat> in respect to the two games you mentioned from last season there's something I've noticed about United that there's a way we start the season and then it sets the tempo for every you know it's just like when you have Carrick in midfield and you say this guy dictates tempo mm. you want him to control how the team plays mm. you know so the same similar thing happens with United I've come to notice there's a way we start the season and it sets the tempo for, for the rest of it you know so those games were part of the inconsistencies from last season where we blow hot and cold you know so when you when you expect the team to blow a particular um, a team out of proper um, or out of the way, it, it doesn't happen. You see them put up a very um, terrible display, and those two games were, were exactly it. You know, so now coming back to what we have to do, I think we have to start well. Oli has mentioned it that we have to start well mm-hmm. because it builds up. Our home from last season was terrible. We were unbeaten at home, um, away from home, and then a whole lot of games happened at Old Trafford. And that is something we, we need to maintain the away form and improve on 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 the home front. And last season, defensively, we we considered like 35 percent of our goals through surfaces, and we were awful playing out from the back. I kept mentioning um, throughout last season that I don't think I know who. Who our defensive coach was there was no sign that this team was coached well defensively mm-hmm. and yes and only at one point mentioned how, how he, he, he regularly spent time with the forwards and you could see that yes this team has somebody who is teaching them a little bit of forward even in as much as we're not as effective as we should be but it was obvious that this team tend to spend time with an attacking um, coach and when you look through the team 
basically attack-minded people. You have Kari, Kirian, um, Oli. You know, so I was asked, who is the defensive guy? Who is the defensive guy? And one of the key, one of the key thing we needed to add was not just players, but also a coach. I, I mentioned that as well. So I was, I had this smile on my face when I heard that when I got the notification from the app that United had announced. A, a, a defensive um, addition of um, Eric Ramsey. So what I did immediately was I read through and started watching videos on on YouTube, and that put a smile because the guy specializes in um, set pieces and 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 build up defensive build up and, and passing from the back and everything. So which we are the key issues we had defensively, you know. So hopefully I handle that place. Hopefully Eric Ramsey would help us reduce. That's but during preseason I kept watching. I didn't watch the Everton game. The first question I asked when I came was how was the passing from the back? How was the set piece and all that? It was, and those are the things I'm looking at for. We we've scored three thirty-four goals in all competition under only in the last two seasons, you know. So the goals might come, but defensively we are conceding too many and most of them these teams don't blow us out of proportion. I've not seen a team totally dominate United in the sense that ah, we were hopeless and yeah, couldn't do anything. Very true, very true. It seems, it seems our it seems our own defensive errors allow the teams to to kind of do things to us, and we get punished easily. We make the mistake, and they punish us. They make mistakes, we don't punish, you know. So I, I think he has done that. And then DOF mentioned defensive midfielder. That is one key place where I'm I'm seriously worried. The only defensive midfield I will have is Matic. Um, I have no issues with McTominay. I actually love McTominay and Fred because they give their all. These two guys are not defensive midfielders, but we are making them play it and they are giving their all. They are giving their all. And, and that is something I like. That's why I want a defensive midfielder. If you can get a defensive midfielder and allow Fred and McTominay beat themselves, McTominay has more goals in him than we've unleashed. We've not unleashed that it guy. Yes. We've, not, we've not unleashed him, so it's, we are making him play too deep. It's so funny that he actually reminds me of Roy Keane in that sense where he goes up and down, up and down, and scores goals. So, yeah, you're, you're right about it. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. Um, oh, so, um, we... Izu, please. I'm so, so sorry. All right. Let me... Um, the dog, there's something Izu mentioned, um, which I think I, I I mentioned it one day to to Bola. I have to mention it to you. Do you know that the last team, I think the last team to, to end... The Premier League season unbeaten away was Arsenal in the 2003 season. Is that is that correct? Is it, am I correct in that? Because I've checked. So, I think um, Arsenal. I, I think so. The, the so. Invisibles. No, no. Arsenal in the in the, the the year that they didn't win the title, they finished second. They finished um, unbeaten away from home, and then the very next season. They won the title and finished the season unbeaten. Doc, what are the chances of United doing that? Um, look, I think we have the we have the personnel to do it. We do have the personnel. One thing I wanted to point out in terms of what they need to change this season. In lots of games last season, we started playing so slowly. They would just be passing the ball side to side, side to side, taking their time. And then when they concede, they now want to inject pace and urgency into the game. That shit needs to be wiped out this season. When you go, 
in the past when Sir Alex was there, you come to Old Trafford. I thank God fans are back because yes. that nonsense we had last season where we were getting beats left, right, mm. and center at Old Trafford. That that thing cannot happen this season. Fans will eat them alive. So I'm sure they yeah. they, are, they are on it. They it's, it, it needs to change. And when teams come, go out and attack, get your goals, and then you can sit back and and do or relax and do whatever you want to do. But don't start the game so slowly. And then when you've considered it's only 15 minutes left, you you want to create magic. We right. don't want any of that this season. Um, as for um our chances of winning the league, we have an equal chance as with any everybody else people have done their business City has but um, spent 100 million on Grealish which is overdone in my opinion um, they're still looking to get Kane for 130 that would be really unfair but you know FFP in the mud <laughs> um, but I think we have that DM like everybody has said DOF has said everybody has it's critical it is really really critical that we get a defensive midfielder we cannot count on Matic for the entire um, run of the season Fred 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 has brain touch you know like when you have your your earpiece like someone's earpiece was having that touch issue at the start of this Fred is for me you have that touch issue you know sometimes it it clicks it connects and, and other times it's like what are you doing son so I think we really need that defensive um, midfield stability. If it's Ndidi we're going for, if it's Neves, any one of the two is fine by me. Um, Wan-Bissaka, Wan-Bissaka, we know he's, he's great um, at the back. I think there have been um, stories about bringing in this guy from Atletico. What's his name again? Trippier. Um, I like him. I like him for, you know, set piece plays. He's also strong. I don't know. If, if we can get him for a reasonable amount, I don't mind. I mean, City, look at City's bench. City's bench is an entire first eleven of its own. So I don't know why we can't have... We can't have that. After all, there are nine substitutes allowed this season. Hopefully, Ole uses them and right. uses them wisely. So, I feel we have a chance if we, you know, attack our games the way we, sh- we should go about our games and keep concentration. You know, hopefully, Varane will bring that concentration and stability to the to the centre back. And let's see how it goes. We came second last season. We didn't do badly. We were almost, you know, in touch, you know, for the title. There were times where there was a time we were on top of the table, but and then the Sheffield game came and we did some nonsense. But let's let's see how it goes. We have we have a very good chance. Bola, Neves, Rice, Ndidi. I would go for Rice. Who is Rice? Who is Rice? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll go for NDT first, though. <laughs> wait, I, I think it's important to understand what we what we what we need. Wait, 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 wait. The, um, I, I, would, wait. I would, I would, I would never sign NDT for the United. I've, I see. I was going to say this. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. There's absolutely nothing. There's nothing that I would make me go for um, NDT when Indeed. if rice is available. If rice is available, rice any day, twice on Sunday for United. He would do everything we want. I think for what we're looking for, for and for somebody that somebody um, of a destroyer, because I because I believe we have the flair in Bruno Pogba um, Van der Beek. So I think yes, MD will, will, will fit into that into that system. And the last few seasons, he actually you know improved his um, his um, um, on the ball. 
um, control. So yes, I think Ibidi is as good, if not better than Declan Rice. Who's this, Eddie? Is that you? Yes, that was me. Okay, Bolagon. Yeah, I mean, for me, I will take um, I will take Rice. I think um, even though Ibidi wins, um, he wins the ball back a lot. But I think when he wins it, my personal opinion, when he wins it, he doesn't do as much with it as um, as he should. And probably maybe at um, at Leicester, it's a bit um, at Leicester is a bit um, easier because um, everybody wins the ball, and typically most of the time they're looking to play the ball for Vardy to yes. run behind. Yeah, Vardy to run behind. He. He probably won't get that at United, so um, he needs to play it a bit more intricate. I haven't seen that in his game either at club level or at the national team level. And unfortunately, I well, I say unfortunately, if as we all expect, Cavani will play more as a centre forward, the need for more intricate play becomes more important because Cavani is never going to be running in behind defenses from way back in the middle of the um, of the pitch. Yeah, like um, a younger striker would. I mean, I look at uh, I think there were two instances last season. One was Dortmund when we actually went out. The chip that he did that was, I mean, yes, out of this world. That, yes, because he didn't have the legs to go further. Exactly, he didn't <laughs> have the legs to go forward. So yes, he did. He did improvise with yes. something that was way out of this world. But in truth, well, if he yeah. had the legs, he moves closer to the keeper. He scores. Yes, most likely. And Tuka, um, I don't know how many of I, I, I hear this, this. Um, Izu uses the word profile. I hear this. We need a DM. We need a DM and all of that. This is the reason. The reason why Ndidi is a lot of people focus on Ndidi is because he wins the ball a lot. From the time yeah, Michael Carrick is the best at it. When by the time Michael Carrick joined United, honestly, I cannot even. I don't even know how many tackles he won. If he won many tackles, but Michael Carrick was the proper, proper. Conductor, orchestrator, and DM all in one. He 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 positions himself in such a way that he will get the ball before it gets to wherever he's going. And then when you're in possession, Makarik is always there. He's always available to get the ball going. So for me, I, I, I this is that is the kind of profile of a player that I'm looking for to play for United. If, in fact, the matches that we talk about. How many times do you see Matic winning tackles? It's always his positioning. And it's always his ability. It's always his ability to to move the ball. His ability to be available to In collect the, the ball. Yes. So those are, those are that for me is why I I would always since I've been watching Declan Rice, he reminds me of a young Carrick when he was at West Ham. He reminds me. So I'm always like, this, if if I was buying one player for United, Declan Rice. What, what is your take for that DM role? Well, like you said, you, you talked about profiles. I think for United, the case is looking at the profile of the player they want and looking at what is available mm-hmm. in the market. And I don't think, apart from I don't apart from the Lekan Rice at the moment, I don't think there's a player that particularly matches United's 
um, desired profile of the defensive midfielder. Mm-hmm. If you look at top teams that are possession based in the Premier League and across Europe, you notice that they don't have defenders that necessarily go. You look at teams like Barcelona, um, teams like Real Madrid, uh, Man City, and Bayern Munich. Munich has um, Kimmich in that position sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Barcelona has Sergio Busquets, Real Madrid has um, Casemiro, and Rodri does the job for Manchester City in the absence of Fernandinho, who was more based on, on tackles and interceptions. Mm-hmm. Because when you have the ball for, for most of most parts of the game, you don't even need to to tackle, you don't need to intercept because you're, you're playing a possession based team. So what you what matters is what you do when you have the ball. And we look at if we look, we look at a player like Matic for Man United. Whenever he's in his perfect form, he usually drops back to join the defenders, mm-hmm. uh, both both centre backs, and mm-hmm. helps control the game yeah. a bit more. Mm-hmm. So with that, we're, yeah. we're we're more possession based. And we have a lot of players that are good retainers of the ball. Um, especially in midfield as much as people do not see them as very good players I think Fred and McTominay are very very good handlers of the ball but they are just poor in, in getting the ball back they have they only, they only do well as I don't agree with Fred I don't agree with Fred Fred's first touch is I, disastrous I, no no I, I think he handles the ball well he's I, just very hasty in fact my, my heart defense, my heart one problem I have to jump in my mouth whenever Fred is, is, is about to start the build up that's because of how we are using him. First, Fred is not supposed to be a first face player exactly. when we use Matic. Mm-hmm. That's why, if you see, even, exactly. even in Brazil, exactly. they don't use him in the first phase. You have Fabinho or Casemiro doing that, which is what why we need someone like a Matic. But when you when you ask somebody like Fred to be your first face player, whatever you see, you take. <laughs> <laughs> Because you look at the goal that Ian scored, um, it was Fred who was receiving a ball and he was so on, he wasn't even conscious of what he was doing. And in that position, you're supposed to be press, press resistance. Yep. He couldn't control resistance, the ball. Yeah. In that position. That's no way Fred did. And a yep. player like Fernandez can also commit a similar error because they are, they are not particularly press resistance, they are very good on the ball. When they are facing, but when they are receiving the that ball is where, yes, yes. So receiving that ball is where the problem is. So they are they are very similar prof- profile kind of players. They are very good on the ball, but when receiving and when they are out of possession, they are pretty poor. Sure. So that's where the DM would come in because if you look at Manchester City, for example, a lot of people don't pay attention to Rodri. I think he has been very very vital, especially in that period when he went went twenty one games unbeaten. Yes. Whenever Rodri has the ball, he knows where to play that ball he knows the channel to let the ball into so the um, attacker and mid- midfielders ahead of him can progress it properly and I think that's all that's necessary for Manchester United there are very there are very few players Tuka. that can perform this Tuka. role right now for Tuka. Manchester United Tuka. Very, is one of them. Okay. Tuka, wait, very quickly do okay. you think with the pro- with what you've just described do you think did you can do that for United yes or no no excellent. no no excellent no um um, he will be. He will be. He will be. He will be killed. As a Nigerian, I don't want him to come to United where people forget <laughs> what makes him Ndidi. Because that's what will happen. Once he gets to United, people will suddenly forget what makes him Ndidi, yes. and that's the problem. Wilson, they will start demanding for what they've never seen. Wilson, sir, why, why would United not win the league this season? 
What? I think it's decision making. <laughs> only, only, yes, only. Wow. Like, I think um, it has to be more, should I say, like, if you watch the Europa League final last year, mm. in fact, I almost, I almost broke my TV set. <laughs> mm. 90 mm. minutes, not a single substitution. Yeah, that, that, that And United fans come up with the excuse that he has nobody on the bench. Is, eh? so what do you mean by he has nobody on the bench? That was very frustrating. Yeah. Nobody on the bench, meaning what? There was VDB there. There was this. Uh, what was the guy's name? Um, um, Ahmad was there. Ahmad, there was VDB. Ahmad. There was Ahmad. There was Mata. Yeah. 50th minutes, you take off Rashford. 50th minutes. If you have injuries problems or guy, you go and sit down. Let those who are fit come and play the football. Mm. Rashford was on feet. Yet he allowed him to play for for like 90 minutes of the game. Take yeah. him off. 50 minutes and give me Ahmad there. If Sir Alex hadn't brought him in in 99, I don't think he would have talked to that ball into the net. Mm-hmm. He came on at the 81st minute and still got a go. So I think only this time around, because for me, I've always supported him. When people do their only art nonsense, in fact, I don't even listen to such people. I want him to succeed. Mm-hmm. But if he does not give me a title this year, I'm not talking about Carabao Cup, but that one is, is nothing to me. Nonsense. It's, like, it's like the Nigerian Challenge Cup to me. <laughs> yeah. That one is like the Nigerian <laughs> Challenge Cup to me. I don't want something like that. It, give it's me the Premier it. League because if you don't win the league this year, that's in 2022, that would be nine years. Wow. Yeah. Like playing like play, we'll get to 10 and 12 and 15. People are there laughing. The, the Champions League. 2008, this is 13 years now. If we don't win it next year, make him 14. Before you know it, we'll get to 20. Like play, like play. I never imagined United would go for three years without winning a Premier League title. Sir Alex Ferguson or not. Mm. Three years for Manchester United. And now we've gone eight. And we're likely to go nine. Before you know it, we'll go ten. I can't even stand it. So what Ole has to do now for me is... Please get me a DM, please. Let's have a first eleven. Mm, yeah. I don't want that stuff of maybe today I want to play Liverpool, we'll go with Mark Fred. The next day we are playing Brighton, we'll take off Mark Fred and we'll go with um Pogba, Bruna and Matic. The next day we'll play Chelsea, you return to Mark Fred. Yeah. I don't want it. It's, if you want to play 4 3 3, stick to it. That's why I like people like Crop and Pep. They have a philosophy. They always buy players who would fit into their philosophy. Yeah. Pep can never change his formation for you. You be the one to change for Pep. Likewise, Klopp. Klopp cannot change his formation for you. You be the one to change for him. But Ole, Ole grew up under a manager who used to change formation depending on the opposition. With better players. Not these ones we have today now. <laughs> okay. These ones today are not footballers to me now. I keep saying it. These ones are not footballers. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's where he comes in. He Look, uh, whatever formation um, club wants to play, Fabinho is there. Yeah. Whatever fact, formation, exactly, uh, Fabinho is there. Wants to play, Rodri is there. Mm. Uh, you see him there. Yeah, exactly. You know, so so uh, oh, we we already play with two guys who are not DMs. Exactly. So that causes a problem. So whatever formation and those two persons, yes, yes. I keep saying they are giving their best. A single DM like in Didi, 
He does a better job than McFred combined. I've seen it so many times. So why are we playing the both of them when a single DM can even do a better job than those two combined? Right. But Let I, them get me a DM because I don't want the excuse. When when um, when Pep wins the league next year, nobody should come and complain that he spent 150, 120. I don't want to know. United, the market is still open. Please go and buy me one DM. I don't want stories. And that will be that. There's nothing like Pep is spending money. He's a checkbook manager. Go and spend your own. Go and win me something. You, you, you know so what? Next... You know what's funny? It's this substitute of a team. Um, if you check the records, only actually ranks quite high when it comes to the effectiveness of substitutes. Mm. Yes, you that know? is true. So yes. it's not that it's not that his substitutes don't affect the game positively. He's very high up there with them in terms of effectiveness. Effectiveness. It's just that he's not as assertive as others. You know, in doing it. You know, but but they are, when he does it, they help. You know, but most times he would not want to make the change. You know, he would not want whatever to make the change. Team, he will... Whatever team only tells those players at halftime, I think you'll be saying it to them <laughs> before, before the blast of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you should be saying it to them because most times I think he does more be talking in the dressing room at halftime. Go and check our games <laughs> last year. Yeah, we always come out in the second half. The second Listen, yeah. We started the Europa League final as we were playing a Fortran FA Cup match against Brentford. Mm. Mm. We're so slow. What are they yeah, playing? It's true. It's true. It's true. You are playing final Europa League. You are not playing FA Cup third round against Nottingham Forest. Don't start slow for me. There's nothing like starting slow. Mm. Go and start. Get me two goals in the first what, five minutes. Then, you know. If Nata does not win the league next year, next year, mm. I don't want to hear anything. Whether Ole or no. Please, okay. him and get me someone else. That's all for me. Excellent. So that's your choice. Out on loan. That will not be his last sub anymore. That's, that's always his last resort. That's your take. Put him to Azebe and defend the league. has gone to Villa for you, people. Um, I'll start. Exactly. I'll start, I'll start with you, Doc. Um, very quickly, going around the houses. Doc, where will United finish at the end of the season? I'm an eternal optimist. It's better to shoot for the skies and, you know, land wherever you land. So we're going for the top. First position. We win the league. And who will be the player of the season? Um, I'm going to go for I don't want to go for a forward player. Let's let's give it to a defender. Uh, look sure, look sure, my boy, look sure. I forgot that we have, uh-huh. we have Shoberto, Shoberto, okay, Shoberto Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, Tuka, where will United finish and your player of the season? I, I think United will win the league. Wow, and my player of the season will be Bruno Fernandez. I think he should have won it last season. Right. And I think he will finally go to this season. Eddie. Oh, uh, I'm going to go with second place. Second place for United. Uh, I don't think. Now what for you? I don't think the team. I don't, <laughs> I'm still. I'm still. I'm still. I'm still very skeptical about you know about the team. Uh, I think maybe our our luck will probably come in the cup, <laughs> uh, say the FA Cup or the Carabao Cup. For that league, I don't mm-hmm. think. Wilson does not want Carabao Cup. Eddie, you didn't hear? I'm going to. 
I'm going to say we we'll check on that my player of the season will be San- Sancho. 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 Right. Um, yes. Bola. <laughs> Hello. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I had my phone on mute. Uh, I muted my phone. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm expecting United to win the league. I believe Bruno will be our player of the season. Mm-hmm. But I believe that the player that actually keeps it over for us will be Rashford when he comes back. I think by the time he comes back with um, Sancho having been added, uh, we're going to have a player that, in my opinion, I've always argued that he hits the ball as well as CR7. Mm. Please, what I need from Rashford, they need to sit him down in front of his <laughs> bad decisions. They just need to sit him down, make a tape. Someone needs to make a high, um, highlight reel of those bad decisions he makes and just show it to him, just to create that consciousness. Because I think he's also a brilliant player. And like Mbola said, like he hits the ball phenomenally. Just sit him down. Let him, now that he's at home and has nothing to do, mm. sit him down. Let him watch his highlights and, and come to the realization that he can do better. Please. Um, oh, my so, God. So, uh, <laughs> well, I, I expect us to, to compete. Um, oh, no, I expect us to compete and and pick up, finish second, competing. Like show that okay, we are ready, and then pick up FA Cup along the way. Um, DOF said Premier League or, or or nothing, which is fine. Uh, but if only gets. The FA Cup and finishing second, competes. Yeah, competes. Not just finishing second. I'm not saying 12 points second or 19 like that man. <laughs> second. <laughs> I'm talking competes till May. You mm. have to be there till May. Mm. Um, don't blow hot and cold today. Uh, today you're hot. Tomorrow you're cold. No, no, no. Be consistent. Compete. Get an FA Cup, and then give people the decision to look at what you did in the league. Getting the FA Cup, advancing at um, advancing at um, other uh, maybe Champions League quarterfinals, and give them decision to make. Do we keep him? Yes, yes. But if none of that happens, ah. DOF will have his way. He's already, he's already the DOF. So. <laughs> right. Um, I'm going. <laughs> this is brilliant. What do I expect? What do I expect? Um, frankly, I I do not see any reason why we shouldn't compete till the end of May. Seriously speaking, May. I, I well as as um, Wilson did say, we do need we do need um, a DM. A proper defensive midfielder, which might would just cover every, everything. It would so we could have a platform to be to be able to to platform to go for the forward players to go and perform. But I'm, I, I do expect a proper a proper season. This, this particular one, we're ready to give everybody a game. Yeah. Listen, um, Doc, Tuka, Izu, Eddie, that is not football. Uh, Wilson, Ambola. Thank you guys so very much for coming on your Sports Mobile podcast. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Thank you we very need much. We need a big to lead to the potential banana pillow. Uh, and they we need to review. We will sort that. We will be there for zero. The fans are bad. We will be fine. I pray. The season has to be Sancho. 
Playoffs. Ah, <laughs> but the thing is not fully, he's not 100 percent fit, yes. so he might not okay. even start or, or even play. There's no problem. We'll, we'll for me. We've got enough. We have an interview today. I think we'll play. Okay. But he won't start. All right. He probably Listen, won't start. Thank you guys so very much. Thank you for coming on your show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for having me. Thank you. It's great. Right. That's Match United fans on your Sports Level podcast. It's been my pleasure having them. My name is Calvin Emeka Walker. Please do share and do share this podcast if you've enjoyed it. And also try and get in touch with us when you can. Until the coming way, next episode, I think I should have Liverpool and sports fans later. My name is Calvin Emeka Walker again. Peace out.